in this episode of The Secret Source of Large Property Managers, I have invited Doc Treat, who is the Director of Distribution of Stay Alfred. Stay Alfred is indeed a very large property management company in the United States. They have over 2,500 apartments in 33 locations. How did they grow so exponentially over the years? How do they find the inventory? How do they keep it? And how do they market themselves so successfully? These are the kind of questions I had for Doug in this episode, which you can access both on podcast and on YouTube. Thanks for joining me on this podcast video recording um, uh, of the secret sauce, as we're going to call it. And, um, and let's just launch ourselves straight into it. I wanted to find out uh, who you are, uh, what you were doing before, and, uh, and your current position at Stay Alfred. Sure. Uh, first of all, thank, thanks for having me. This is, uh, this is exciting to be a part of. Um, yeah, I, I, my name is Doug Trude. I'm the director of distribution for Stay Alfred. And um, uh, prior to Stay Alfred, I had been in the uh, hotel space for 19 years. Um, the most recent position was uh, before starting with Stay Alfred was as the assistant general manager for um, Red Lion Hotel at the Park in uh, Spokane, Washington, which is a 400-room hotel with five food and beverage outlets and 30,000 square feet of convention meeting space. So um, annual revenue of about $15 million. Um, a year and um it was a great spa great space a great place to be um but uh the hotel space definitely was lacking that um that little bit extra that i think that the vacation rental space came from so um so yeah currently director of distribution and then uh, i manage our uh, advertising presence on all of our third-party channel otas for stay alfred um our distro uh, team as we call it uh is a it consists of three teams um so distribution uh, building and maintaining the advertisements um uh, the OTA support team, which uh, is receiving of all the reservations, processing, making sure that everything coming from the OTAs are doing what they're supposed to do. Um, and then uh, guest reviews and reputation management. So um, asking, uh, asking for, responding to, and uh, escalating issues based on um, our guest valuable feedback um, throughout our organization to try and make sure that we're always constantly doing better. Yeah. Well, you're a busy man. <laughs> yes, yeah. there's a lot. There's a lot to do, but it's it's really fun. I really enjoy um, enjoy the challenge. The OTAs uh, bring a very challenging presence to to the game of VR, but there's so much so much to do. So great. Well, we'll get back on the on the topic of marketing. So I've got quite a few questions for you. Um, but sure. tell me a little bit what what is Stay Alfred for those who don't know, because I, I expect we'll get a lot of uh, viewers from Europe. And they may not be familiar with the brand. So, what is the Alfred, and what vertical does it, does it address? Sure. So, um, you know, Stay Alfred is a, a you know offers a upscale travel apartments um, in the walkable downtown neighborhoods of 33 U.S. cities uh, and counting. Um, our next generation booking process, 24 hours, seven day a week customer service, and professional housekeeping staff. Um, provide our guests with the reliability of a hotel stay um, while our spacious accommodations with a kitchen, laundry, and private bedrooms give guests the convenience of an apartment. Um, we live to offer uh, travelers what we call our tagline of your place in the city. So um, it's, a, it's a really good concept for us to 
um, really embrace um, all travelers that come uh, to any of our cities for either work, for family, for tourism, for any kind of venue that they're coming for. Um, it really, really encompasses being able to have your own place and not worry about small, tiny hotel rooms or somebody who has uh, cat allergies and maybe their cats are <laughs> left over in their, uh, their, their flat or whatever. Um, the vertical to which, you know, we address um, really, I, I think, really stems from it's its its own really niche, uh, really. I mean, you have your traditional vacation rental, you got your, um, you know, your surf and ski, you've got your resorts, you got your, you know, houses on the beaches and you got your stuff up in this up in the, um, you know, the mountains. Um, but then on the hotel side of it, you got all these really prime urban downtown locations with all these great hotels or tiny hotel rooms. Um, so we really have this niche right in the middle between all of that, which is, you know, um, the urban downtown markets um, where there isn't a whole lot of vacation rentals um, that you can really access, at least in the in domestic U.S. And so we've we found a way to um, be in those places and actually attract a market of folks who don't want the hotel room, but also don't want to go stay, you know, 10, 15 miles outside of the really big core of where people want to be. So um, I would say that's probably the vertical that we address is, is really more so the, um, the accommodation side um, and then part of our, our technology um, as well that supports it. So can you disclose what's the percentage between leisure and, and business? Um, right now, it's, it's more predominantly on leisure, um, but we do have a very strong business presence. Um, and we are expanding our efforts to uh, invest more into that. We do have a, a national corporate sales team um, that their sole focus is going after big, large um, uh, companies that feature with uh, relocations or um, short-term short-term job uh, needs or, or uh, project needs. Um, there is a very large market for that for us as well, um, being that we're in these prime urban downtown markets like downtown Seattle and Boston and Washington, D.C., and these, these places that have a lot of um, a lot of business activity that are happening where these big companies need accommodations where folks don't have to get rental cars and, and be in a hotel room and they can actually you know, treat their employees a little bit better with a, a full-fledged apartment. So. Okay, but it's, it's still short-term, right? Or are you also looking at mid-term now? Um, we're, we do short term. We also do, we also do long term. Um, and what we deem as long term is anything longer than 30 days. Um, mm -hmm. but we do have, we do have quite a bit of business that comes for longer than 30 days. Um, Denver in the city of Denver right now, we have quite a few, uh, long term stays that, that occur there in that city, um, as well as Boston. Um, and uh, even even Washington D.C. and there's there's a little bit of littering of other other types of reservations and things that come in for longer than 30 day stays. Um, but I would say our our main core for focus is is the short term rental side. But it is something that we're moving more towards to try and figure out um, more of that advertising to that longer term stay guest. Cool. And um, so tell me, is first Alfred is the brand really important? The consistency of the brand. Is this something? Oh, come on. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Tell me more about um, it. <laughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, I, I mean, some of, some of the ways that the, the brand is, is important in consistency is, um, I mean, it, just as I explained about the difference between a hotel and a vacation rental, I mean, the reason why hotels are so successful is because uh, majority of corporate and travel clients are able to, um, or even families are able to know the, re the reliability and the consistency of going and staying at a Hilton or Marriott. 
Um, but but the reality is in a lot of um, vacation rental markets, um, as far as property managers that are out there, um, they have very unique pieces of inventory, right? And they're all different. Um, but for Stay Alfred, we actually, you know, we actually have a, um, you know, a way of, of creating a unique um, from from combining the space and the comforts of the travel apartment um, and the consistency and reliability of a hotel, the average size of a hotel room, according you know, to USA Today, is 325 square feet. But the average size of a stay for apartment is nearly three times that with the pricing that is you know, very, very competitive to hotel comp sets. And so we also focus on um, building our own furniture. Um, so we don't we don't own the companies that make the furniture, but we've worked with with companies for our own custom furniture. So um, we have a custom uh, kind of iconic quotation mark chair is what we call it. It's a, it's a green chair. You've probably seen it in a lot of our advertisements. Um, but uh, it's the same sofa sleeper, the same same chair, the same dining set, the same dishware, the same um, the same bed, the same linens, the same towels, same amenities, all those pieces that go into all of our apartments, they're the same whether you're in Boston or you're in Seattle or you're in um, San Diego or, or New Orleans. And I think that consistency um, really is something of value for a lot of customers because um, they, they want the more space, they want a full apartment, they want a washer and dryer in their unit, they want these they want these pieces to make it feel like their place in the city, but they also want to know that if they go choose one in one city and they choose it in another, they're going to have a very similar experience and consistency, and that that establishes loyalty, I, I really feel. So that's why you said that because I stayed in the Sonda, sorry, <laughs> and, uh, hey. and it, was a, it, <laughs> it was the same kind of concept, right? I stayed in the Sonda in one city and one in the other, and the apartment was extremely similar. So how do you differ from, from your competitors? Sonda is one of them, right? Or did I get that? Well, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, there's, there's a lot of competitors out there, you know, um, and, and, you know, as we all know that there's, there's quite a few in the VR space and they're all vying for a piece of the, you know, promising and increasing market space that, that is what we're doing. Um, but, you know, I think, uh, you know, we, we also are one of the ones that, that one of the first ones actually have a loyalty program. So I don't know if you've seen seen that, seen our pushing on that, but we have uh, we have one of the first loyalty programs in the short term space, and the Stay Alfred Rewards or the Green Green Suitcase Society, um, which is you know not unlike what you find in the hotel chains, where repeat stays lead to free nights, and I think that's a a very valuable thing that has been been missing. Um, as a calling from the vacation rental space, a lot of folks are saying, well, yeah, I, I love staying in a vacation rental. And I love doing this, but man, I miss all my Marriott rewards points. I miss all my, you know, those kinds of things. So I think we're really bridging the gap where I don't think really anybody else has actually um, successfully attempt that. And uh, we're fully launched with it and it's fully out there and, and we're getting a lot of great organic feedback from it without pushing too much. Congratulations! That sounds uh, that sounds like a really good program, and it's true. It's missing. It's missing. So, um, so, which leads me directly to the next question. Um, I expect that some of your investments uh, went into creating new programs that will help the brand. Um, what have they been used otherwise for the investments? What have you been doing um, money? Because yeah, I mean, sorry, we... from my from my sources, I see that you've raised about sixty-two million dollars. Yeah, all together. Is that that okay? Yeah, 
Yeah, we, we use our investment rounds um, to, to really expand the business, um, strengthen our inventory acquisition, um, build and improve on the technology, and then also move, you know, move Stay Offered really to the next level, um, which, um, you know, we're, we're looking to get into Europe. Um, uh, we're getting really close there. Um, and then uh, as well, I mean, just really, I would say the biggest part is investing and in, in trying to, to just constantly gain more acquisition of, of inventory um, and really aid those efforts. Um, we're also funding um, a lot of our technology um, and, and trying to make sure that we are um, not only not only building more on top of our technology, but just improving upon. I mean, as we all know, technology is just constantly changing and evolving and, and the guest needs are changing and evolving. And so that requires a lot of attention um, and a lot of uh, innovation as well. And so that's that's where we put a lot of our focus as well. Wonderful. So loyalty program, Europe and uh, more inventory and tech. So just quickly on inventory, how, how does it work uh, with Stay Alfred? Do you, you lease long term? You acquire? Is it a mix? How does it work? Yeah, there's a mix. Um, we, we, we do um, a lot of master leases is what we call that, um, which are long-term leases, um, working with uh, developers um, and owners of, of properties. Um, we do have whole, whole building um, inventory as well, um, where we actually take over the entire building. Some we take over um, you know, several floors in a building. Um, so that's, I mean, we have, we have a very healthy mix of all, but that's pretty much the go forward strategy in the future is, is mostly, you know, that more longer term secured inventory. Okay. And you've got your European uh, um, locations pinpointed already. Where are you going to go first? Yeah, you know, um, we're, we've got a, we've got a big uh, task list of what we're trying to get into. Um, we have some, have our sites set in uh, UK, um, you're looking at uh, Brussels, um, Warsaw, Krakow. Um, we're looking at uh, uh, Barcelona um, and a few other spots there. So we'll be coming right there near there to Reynolds United soon. <laughs> Great. <laughs> we'll welcome you. We'll welcome you. Um, so, okay. So we talked short. You talked shortly about tech. I want to deep dive into tech. Um, what have you built? What has Stay Alfred built and what has Stay Alfred outsourced? Sure. Um, you know, we've, we've built quite a few things. Um, we've, we've built our own, uh, you know, guest app, native app. Um, we've built um, some housekeeping apps um, for our internal teams. Um, we've built, um, um, I mean, we've built our own website um, uh, for ourselves. Um, we've also built um, the loyalty program uh, that intersects with all of the, all those systems. Um, we've built a, a dynamic revenue management system uh, internally for ourselves. Um, there's there's quite a few other things that we've built. Um, they're a little more granular, um, but uh, you know, realistically, that's that's what we've done. Outsourcing, you know, there's bits and pieces of outsourcing that have happened um, over the time. Um, not a whole lot, though. Um, we really try to keep things close to close to us um, to make sure that we have the most control over it. Um, and if we don't, um, we're we're going to invest more more resources and time of internal employees to actually build on that um, instead of actually, you know, outsourcing it all. Um, Controlling, so many, controlling the project and controlling the flow is really important. So how many programmers are we talking about today? Uh, today we've got, <laughs> sorry, I don't have to count them. Uh, I would say right now we've got about 12 or 13 programmers. That's a lot consisting of, of 
con consisting of various roles, right? Senior, senior software engineers, you know, lead software engineers, that kind of thing. So nice one. And so yeah. I don't know if you heard, uh, but there's one company in the States that is now outsourcing um, or reselling their own software, the software that they built for their own property management company, they're now reselling it. Is this something that you will be looking into doing in the future, you think? You know, I, I don't, I don't believe that it's really on the, on the roadmap at this point right now, but I mean, Hey, anything's possible in the future. Um, and you know, that would be obviously something for my, uh, my cohorts to, to actually speak to, but yeah, I, I, I think anything's possible for stay offered. I mean, this, this space, um, is constantly changing and evolving. And I think everybody is, is pivoting and reacting in, in various ways. Um, I think that we are sticking true to our core, um, of what we do and that's, we're offering amazing, amazing places and um, we're easy to do business with. And that's kind of what we try to aim for right now on, on our traditional, um, you know, niche, the best of hotels and best of vacation rentals kind of thing. So, Because how many apartments you have now or how many units? Um, we're, up, uh, we're up to uh, 2,500 units right now. Tigers, tigers. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So this is close to your heart. Let's talk about marketing and distribution. How do you choose your channels? How do you know uh, where's the best, which are the best OTAs to advertise on uh, when it comes to, to leisure and business travel? Sure. Um, similar web. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, just, look up, just look up the channel and see what kind of traffic they're getting and where it's coming from and everything else, and you'll be able to figure out if you're going to spend time with it or if it's worth your time. Um, no, I, 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 I kid. I mean, there is, there is that a tool. That is a tool that we use to, to kind of, sift out leads and stuff because a lot of folks will come in and say hey we should you know get on your ota and um, we want to make sure that what we're partnering with um, is something that is a customer that they have on their platform that stay alfred um, can accommodate and actually meets really well with um, but i think uh, there's some there's some interesting uh, channels that are emerging out of the space um, one of one of them that we're actually looking at right now and uh, about to about to integrate with is uh, anyplace.com um, I'm not sure if you've heard of those guys, but um, they they work mostly with just 30 day plus days, um, and so it's an interesting channel. They actually have a very good um, they have a very good uh, brand, and they have a a great site, um, and they seem to have have a, a really good model figured out. Um, a lot of things too with channels that come into consideration for me to choose is 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 a channel that's somewhat easy to do business with. Um, because we try to be easy to do business with. So we'd like to make sure that somebody else is, is emulating that as well. And I know that channels, um, you know, as soon as, as soon as I started realizing uh, when I first started doing distribution is that, you know, they are just a marketing platform for us. Um, they, they aren't, they aren't ours there. We we're not trying to rob direct bookings from them or anything. Our presence out there is because we don't have the um, SEO and the, the PPC spend um, that, those channels do uh, with Google to actually drive stuff to us. So we, we utilize them to actually extend our brand out there, get new customers in. And then once we have them, if people decide, you know, they can, they can come and stay with us directly the next time and do our loyalty program, do other pieces. Um, so I really feel that those, those new OTA channels that come out and selecting them really, it really depends on if they're easy to do business with. Um, they're not really putting a lot of constraints on your business model um, to do certain things. Um, and just, yeah, just in general, just really easy to do business with and make a good relationship for, for the end user, which is the guest. How did you come 
about anyplace.com? Did you, how did you find out about it? Um, you know, honestly, we, uh, we look at every type of marketing materials that are out there, um, subscribe to everything we possibly can that, that comes back through distribution, you know, or an OTA kind of stuff. And so we saw that these guys were raising some money. Um, and uh, it looked, I went and looked them up and saw that they were getting some traffic and they had a, had a really cool little, you know, piece of a, a, a market that I think that was something we're trying to align ourselves with a little bit more in the, in, in the going forward strategy. Um, and so that's, that's kind of where I got. Another, another one that's very similar to them is a Second Address, if you've heard of them. Um, yes. they, they have stuff as well, very similar in that, in that nature. Um, and then actually through uh, Rentals United, uh, we're going to be um, integrating um, Homes to Go um, shortly. Um, so kind of vacation rental meta search uh, type channel. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, 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 we're constantly thinking about stuff, but we also don't want to um, overly saturate um, with lots of tons of channels because um, you start thinking about it. It's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of maintenance. And instead of instead of diluting yourself down and spreading yourself really thin it's better to i think in my opinion to um, concentrate your efforts on the channels and make sure that you're operating on all eight cylinders um, so to speak um, with regards to what um, those channels are offering and what you can optimize and do on them if you if you don't spend enough time or if you oversaturate um, yourself and all these channels you won't be able to actually see what they can do individually through their full potential that's a very good advice. I concur completely. Um, so, okay, we talked a bit about niche, local channels. And so how, how do you market to owners? I, have, I know some property managers here, they will not invest at all in their own website because it's too expensive, right? So they say, we just work with OTAs. We don't, you know, we don't advertise our own website. What we focus on marketing on is owners. That we make a real push for. So what do you, how, how does it work? How do you market not so much to owners, but to, to the companies that you lease uh, the buildings from? Is there, is there a whole sales team uh, dedicated to that? Um, yeah, it, we do. We actually have a, um, we have a full business development team um, that basically goes out and looks for uh, inventory and looks for um, relationships, uh, high level relationships with developers and, and property owners. Um, but we also have a, um, a B2B marketing team um, as well that is helping to elevate that as well. You may have seen some of our stuff. We do, um, we'll do webinars um, as well and not, and not just um, talking about, you know, how to, how to, uh, you know, get more inventory just for stay offered selfishly, but almost more for the space, trying to actually help uh, developers and property owners and other folks understand about this space so that it isn't something that has to be, the uh, you know frowned upon because it's a short-term rental or not um, it could be something that is a really unique opportunity for um, developers and property owners to help with lease up is what they call it um, in being able to get a lot of their um, their units rented um, to meet the needs that they have for their own business um, and we're a great partner for that you know we we um, we have rave reviews from lots of our, our developers and property owners um, based on just how our guests are, how we operate the business and what we do. And I think that um, our B2B marketing team does a great job of, of surfacing those, those aspects um, in, in venues like webinars, as well as um, uh, just marketing pushes and, and email campaigns and things that they're doing to try and really, really leverage that kind of community to bridge with the vacation rental space or the short-term rental space. 
nice initiative. I'd love to have the link of the podcast and, and I will add it to the notes of, uh, of this one. Sure. Yeah, I'll have, I'll have my team send out. Yeah. Cool. So last two questions, promise. <laughs> um, no, you're fine. Your, <laughs> your feelings about the relationship with Rentals United. Give oh, those guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, honestly, uh, Reynolds United, um, it, it's, it's something that has been uh, um, a blessing, honestly, I think, for, for Stay Off Road. Um, we started off when we were a little bit, uh, quite a bit smaller um, with uh, Reynolds United. Um, we had just migrated from Kigo um, as a PMS to uh, Streamline. And before Kigo had managed all of our... Um, had managed booking.com and, and all of the OTAs pretty much all through that, that platform. And we outgrow, outgrew Kigo by quite a bit. Um, and then we joined up with Streamline and realized, oh wait, what's channel management? We actually have to figure out how to do channel management. Oh, okay. So we, we started talking to Reynolds United um, and uh, you know it, it just became a really great relationship that has developed over the years just because as Stay Alfred has grown massively and expansively, I think that Reynolds United has reacted accordingly as well for our business because um, it is very unique. Um, we distribute um, more like a hotel, so multi-unit style logic, um, and that that is something that um, I don't think was the core of Rentals United when we first started, and and I think that they that you guys have really adapted to that and made it made a strong effort to figure that piece out because it is it is a big a big piece that's coming up um, in the space and um, just I don't know I, I just think that there's a, a sense of genuine um, horrible English here but but just a really genuality uh, just something very genuine about Reynolds United and the relationship we have with them um, seeing them at conferences meeting with them talking to them um, being able to have one-on-ones with with James um, the CEO and and, and really just being able to know that we have a very confident relationship and that um, things are resolved very quickly when we have any issues that happen. I think it's, I think it's a great relationship. And we're, we're honestly, right now, we're building our own um, integration to Reynolds United um, to go directly with them. And it's a really exciting thing for us just because it just strengthens our relationship and, and the speed at which we can do business. So. Thanks so much. There's a lot of compliments there. I think I blushed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank, you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we treat you as our partner, so um, long may it continue. <laughs> um, yeah. so last, very last question. Your industry uh, predictions for 2020. What do you think oh, happen next year? I know it's a, a tricky one, isn't it? <laughs> I think I'm being asked is, it all the time, so I'm just going <laughs> to put it on you. I bet. Yeah, no. Um, I, I think industry predictions. I mean, I mean, we're gonna we're, stay. Alfred's really gonna focus on what we're doing and and try to keep it there and and hopefully you know stay away from a lot of the. Um, I think from the noise that may happen with all the, the changing and pivoting that happens um, because we really have a, a really good core of what we're doing. Um, I would say predictions wise, I think that the, the market's going to continue to expand. Um, I think that um, there will be hopefully some, some loosening of, of inventory or um, cautiousness to doing short-term rentals. I, I, I think that this market is really going to expand a lot and start showing that there's a tool set for property owners and developers to really um, maximize um, what their business efforts are and their intentions are doing. Because there's, there's a lot of expansion out there. There's a lot of new builds. There's a lot of things going on. And I think that if, if, um, 
I think those folks are going to start really realizing that you know this this space is something that is is definitely needed, and that um, the majority of the the travel space is starting to ask for it really heavily, um, and actually almost demanding that it is there. And so I think that that's I think that's something that's really going to happen in in the next year. Is that it, hopefully it's going to start loosening in that way. Great, great. Well, thanks so much. I don't want to take more of your time. It's been, uh, yeah. it's been really interesting. I'm going to type all of this up, publish the videos and the podcast, and uh, and hopefully our listeners and viewers uh, will be able to to learn from you and from your success. Uh, stay offered. So thanks so much and take care. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thanks for the time.